Hey, Kim. I couldn't book anybody today. Do you want to be on the podcast? What? I said, do you want to be on the podcast? Hello, I'm Kim Bowler, and who the fuck are you? Settle in as we begin to tell you about some friends. Folks you know in Chicago and some you've never met. We'll talk about the things they say and do. There's a question posed to old and new. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Kevin Alvis, and welcome back to another episode of Who the Fuck Are You? It's my podcast, and it's so much fun. I like to call it the shit. Um, Today, we are doing something a little different, uh, because for those of you who may not realize that sometimes getting guests, huge pain in the ass, Uh, because everybody's living their life, and things are open, and people are busy. So, so, you know, sometimes people just don't have time to sit down, even on Zoom, uh, for an hour or so to chat. Totally fine. I'm not upset by it in the least. Uh, But a contingency plan I came up with for the show was thought this would be a good time for you to get to know me a little bit because you're probably like, well, who the fuck are you, Kevin? And I'm like, well, this is who the fuck I am. Uh, So uh, today I'm sitting down uh, with a special guest of mine. She's a very talented actor and director. Please welcome my wife, Miss Kim Bowler. Hi. Hi. Who the fuck are you, Kevin? Who the fuck are you, Kim? (laughs) I mean, Jesus, you've known me for longer than anybody else for the most part outside of my family. So it's I, it's tough to for you to ask me questions to get to know me because you know so much about me. But uh, Thanks for having me into your podcast room of the home that yeah. we share. <laughs> the secret podcast cave. Slash my closet. Slash your closet. <laughs> um, thank you for coming and sitting down. Thank you for taking some time away from watching RuPaul's Drag Race on your lazy Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, coming in here to hang out with me. Uh, before we get to me, <laughs> I want to ask you some stuff. We should know you a little bit too before we get into everything. Uh, I, uh, again, known you since 1999, so it's hard not to find out. It's hard to find new things about you because we've been hanging out so oh, long. Really? We've known each other all of our lifetimes. Yeah, I think, I think, I think my first memory uh, was of a dream I had of a, the day I would meet you. I was two and well, a half. you've never shared that with me. That is absolutely new information. It is absolutely new information to me, too, because I'm <laughs> making it all up. No, I meant like you meeting you. You I, Upon meeting you, I knew you were like a good person. Oh, so you were drunk when we met. No, I think I was sober. Oh, no, it was. We were at school. Yeah. But it didn't stop us then. But when we met, we met in college uh, in the theater department at University of Southern Mississippi. And as I got to know you a little bit, um, you, you're an amazing actor, but when you first started off, you wanted to be a marine biologist. That is correct. What was it about theater and acting that jerked you away from that? Because I know how much of a water person you are and how much you love animals, especially water-based animals. Sure. Uh, and so I, what was it about acting that made you love that more than fish? Acting had always, I'd always done theater. I did theater in church. I did theater in school. Um, So it was always a part of who I was growing up. Um, I was an only child for a hot second, so I had to entertain myself. Um, So I was my one of my favorite storylines that I created was I was um, 
uh, I inserted myself into the the Star Wars um, universe. Universe mm-hmm. as um, I was a, a bounty hunter with like a touch of um, Jedi, but I was a fucking a pilot, and I didn't <laughs> quite real because I was. I always liked the Han Solo track, mm-hmm. but I. But I, it, you know, it's, it's the dude, right? Like kind of here, so it's a little stale. So you know, I had this, this mechanic who just worked her ass off, and then had to be thrown into, uh, the pilot seat, and turns out like she's a natural pilot. So when we saw Ray first appear mm-hmm. in the Star Wars, um, Universe. Universe. I was like, holy shit. Like that felt really, really familiar uh, on on a different level because I had created a character similar to where you, you, you're like, I'm just this kind of like schmo. And then all of a sudden you have to like defend your life and you go, oh, fuck. I'm actually a badass. And then your journey begins. As this unassuming hero. So from a very young age, you were already kind of an actor pre... I like telling stories. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed telling stories. I really enjoyed playing a character that wasn't like me. Um, So that kind of held on throughout growing up. And once you kind of hit that world in college, you were like, you know what? This is actually where I want to focus my time. I got a free ride scholarship to a college um, in Alabama. It was right on the border of Mississippi and Alabama. They gave me a free ride. They had... A gorgeous campus. It was a real small place. Um, they had a really nice marine biology department, but they had no theater. Losers. There was no theater at all with this mm-hmm. um, college. And University of Southern Mississippi, which is where we went to school, gave me like a partial scholarship, mm-hmm. but they had a theater department. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. And that appealed to me more because... I still got to play around in something that people dismissed as a hobby for me for so long. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, that's so cute. You do theater. Oh, you're oh you an do actor. monologues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you like mock trial? That's that's really nerdy, but okay. How was your fun. play practice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so to be able to do marine biology, which I thought was really fucking cool that I got to study that in school and still take some theater classes and see what it was like, like still having that element in my life was important to me enough to go the other, go the, go to the other school. And here we are. And here we are. Years later. And the reason why I ditched marine biology is because chemistry sucks. Chemistry stupid. It's. And I wasn't good at the math portion of science. Mm. I wasn't good at it at all. And here you are now, living mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah. You're a Jeff Award nominated for lead I actress. Won one. You I won for won one. you won for best ensemble for plain clothes. Correct. You're with Broken Nose Theater. Now, so with Broken Nose Theater. And now you're uh, Shout out to Broken Nose. Yeah, yeah. And uh and you're also now again redirecting for the Factory Theater for uh their show um last night in Karaoke Town. Fingers up crossed. If Fingers crossed. Delta. Shout out to Factory Theater. Get your vaccine so we can go see plays again. <laughs> um I'm I'm excited for you. 
as your husband and your friend uh, for all the stuff that you've done because I've known you since 1999. So I've seen you develop uh, this incredible talent you already have into this wonderful career here in Chicago. And I'm super proud of you. And I love you. I love you. Uh, thanks for coming sitting down. I wish you'd love me enough to give me headphones for this podcast. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't. I just love you enough to have you on, but you can't hear what you sound like until later on. It's my way to make sure that you're listening to the show. Um, <laughs> creative. Uh, creative. Uh, okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's, now that we've got, introduced <laughs> now you that Kim, we know, now we know who Kim five is. Five minutes about Kim. Kim, let's now sit down for the next 45 minutes and talk about me. Um, before I started this show, I knew there would probably be times where I couldn't get people on because shit happens, you know? I mean, fuck. So the contingency plan was to... Be, no, people just really don't like you. No, people just don't like me. They just don't want to, they're like, fuck you, dude. I don't want to come on your show. Um, so I thought maybe it'd be a good idea. This would be a time where we could just chill out and talk to with one-on-ones with friends and my beautiful wife uh, to um, chat. And I thought, what it would be fun to have my friends ask me questions. So I sent a bunch of people I know uh, emails before I started and was like, hey, Send me three questions you'd like to know about me, uh, and I'll talk about it on the podcast. So today, Kim is actually going to go down the, uh, some of the questions that people sent in pre-COVID, because this was going to happen a long time ago, uh, and uh, find out what's going to fucking happen. I don't know. It's our first time of getting to know your host. That's what we're calling these segments. So I need a stinger for that right there. Getting to know your host. Like Shouldn't that. it be who the fuck are you, Kevin? No, well, that as well, but it's, it's who the fuck are Here, you? Here, let me do the line for you. It's who... Who the fuck are you, Kevin? Getting to know your host. I don't know why you sang that. Oh, because it's, it's it's a jingle. It's a it's a jangle. Oh, it's it's a jingle. But jangle. I thought you had one of those. I, I have several. No, not for this segment. I have a show. Oh, thing, you have to do one for each segment. A, yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Is that what the kids are doing? I, I don't know. I don't pay attention to kids. I don't give a fuck about your kids. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Kimmy, uh, you have questions. I, I sent do. I you. do. Do you want to know who they're from? Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Let's. Let's name drop some motherfuckers in this podcast. Sure, okay. Yeah, you yeah, ready? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> the first question is from Nick Freed. Oh, that guy. He's got a gorgeous pet. Who the fuck are you, Nick Freed? Who the fuck are you? Um, Nick wants to know, Kevin, mm -hmm. who was your first celebrity crush? Mm, this is a good one. My first celebrity crush, hands down, was um, Daisy Duke. From the Dukes of Hazard. Sure. Uh, man, Absolutely. oh man, I was in love with Daisy Duke. Because that's Friday night was Dukes of Hazard night that you watched. I think it was Friday or Saturday. And that was part of the lineup. And they jumped cars. So I was into it. And uh, They what? They jumped cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. There was always car chases. So I was into that. Uh, oh, yeah. And then Daisy Duke, who was Daisy Duke. I mean, she's gorgeous. She they also did a really good job of cliffhangering you through the commercials. Absolutely. With uh, with uh, Kai Whalen Jennings with the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like those Duke boys getting their shit fucked up. Car, mm -hmm. car is in midair. Yeah, Dirt yeah. is flying from the back of the tires. Didn't see that one coming, did you? In the commercial. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. But Daisy Duke, yeah. she was. I had a Daisy Duke beach towel that I would lay on the couch, and I would lay on the beach towel while I watched the show and stuff like that. But I was, yeah, super into Daisy Duke. She was my first Goo Goo Gaga. And she was also, like, she was tough. She, she drove the car. She drove the car. She I, could drive. She punched you in the face. So like she was really cool. When she drove the car, because mm -hmm. the whole and she family would could slide drive. in and fucking <gasps> heels and like those little booty shorts, and you're like, okay, come on, girl. It was like early Fast and the Furious. Like the whole team <gasps> is God. there. Like the whole family can drive because it's all about fucking oh. family. Even Uncle Jesse could drive. He had that fucking white truck that he would cruise around in. You'd see him fucking peel around those dirt roads and shit like that. Early Fast and the Furious. Oh wow! What if there was a crossover? <laughs> 
Jesus Christ, here we go. Um, so yes, that was the uh, answer to my question is Daisy Duke. She was my first celebrity crush. Yeah. There you go, Nick Freed, if you're listening. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. We can all sleep better at night knowing the answer to that question. <sighs> Next question. Next question is from Brittany Ellis. Hi, hi Brittany. Holla, holla, Brittany. Uh, Brittany wants to know, would you rather be stranded out in space or at the bottom of the ocean? Mm. I can assume that we are in some sort of thing that will keep me alive. Like you're just stuck there, but you have air and you, but can, you can breathe. breathe. Right. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. Because I love the ocean and the things that happen in the ocean. But if you're probably stuck at the bottom of the ocean, it's probably murky and lurky and fucking creepy. Well, who's to say you could even survive? Well, I'm assuming, again, assuming that we're pressure... in a device that keeps you alive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you can I, have I to experience. Because otherwise, it'd be two seconds. You're not, you're not doing any of that. You're just imploding and you're a pile of mush. I think I'm going to go with space. I think I'm gonna go with space. Yeah. I'd rather be I'd rather be stuck in space for all eternity until I just died of natural causes inside a bubble, than I would at the bottom Man, of the ocean. That spacesuit would get filled with feces. Oh, VCs. so much duty. You would die. Oh yeah. From feces. Oh yeah, I would drown in if shit. If you were stranded out in spa- space, Sp- in space, and you had, and you were like, okay, this is my life now. Right. Would you just be like, okay, I've shat. As much as I could possibly shit in this suit, I am now going to suicide out of this spacesuit because I, I can't do it anymore. I've shit myself. It's like right up. Uh, it's like to my bottom lip. If I shit anymore, I'll cover the mouth and nose, and oh. I'll just die in my own feces anyway. If that was the case, I'd pop my helmet off. Oh yeah, because I'd like to know what that half a second of my head exploding feels like. It is really a once sure. in a lifetime experience. <laughs> So why not take it? It's the one time you'll be in space. So space is the answer for Good that. Good question, Brittany. Shit Thank you. Filled space. Thank you. And this is another one. I will. This will haunt me. <laughs> this conversation will haunt me. <laughs> this podcast has already scarred you mentally. I'm so sorry. Next question. Next question is from Chuck Patella. <laughs> Shout out to Chucky. Open your bar, boy. Open your bar, Chuck. Um, Chuck's burning question is. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? I am going to go with my answer. It's still my answer. And the weirdest thing I've ever seen is I have seen a dog fucking a dead dog. And that dead dog was only half, what was not only, but it was half flat. The front end was flat, but the back end not as flat. Hence the sex. Oh. So yes, weirdest thing I've ever seen. Dog they're fucking getting, a dead they're, dog. Get, they're definitely getting more interesting, these questions. <laughs> so. The story behind the dead dog fucking a dead dog. Kim and I used to go to college together. We lived together as roommates with another friend of ours out in Purvis, Mississippi. Ooh, shut up, Purvis. Woohoo, Purvis. What, what? And I was driving into town to go to class and on, along the back road. And as I was coming around this big curve, I saw something in the road. Knew it was there. I needed to slow down and get out of the way. And I slowed down to see what it was as I passed it. And it was a dog that had been hit by a car. <laughs> And what I would probably assume to be its buddy or a random passerby or I don't know. Apparently the smell was just right and the dog went over and started fucking this dead dog. And it just 
looked at me in my eyeballs as I passed it, like just looking at me like it was sure doing Sure, wasn't like a, a dog that was actually alive, maybe just tired. No, no, it was, it was just like laying down. It would no, it, yes, it was. If it yes, it was. It was probably exhausted from being flat in the front end. Like it's, it was probably exhausted from its head being as flat as a, I would say, like a, a Domino's thin crust. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck, for the question. <laughs> great, so, great question. Answer that, that you question. you were so determined to get on this dog podcast. <laughs> fucking a dead dog. Weirdest thing I've ever seen. Next question. Next question, please. Uh, our next question is from Lindsay Falls. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> get it, Lindsay! Yeah, afternoon cocktails. Uh, Lindsay wants to know... Do you have a movie that makes you cry manly tears? Mm. Dude tears. Doesn't matter if it's on TBS and cut or if I'm watching the full full thing. <laughs> I always cry at Armageddon, starring Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. Always. Ben, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Uh, ben Affleck. That sounds uh, like, a, a, like a jazz band. Like, like a... a, a, a <laughs> like acid jazz band or something. I want you to have a show just called Jazz Band, and it's just you doing that for like thirty minutes. <laughs> That's the new podcast coming for Big Talk Podcast. Kim, Jazz Band. Uh, but yeah, no Jazz arm, Mouth. Jazz Mouth. Oh, Kim's Jazz Mouth. Is that, <laughs> is that like a dark club down an alley? Got to go down to Kim's Jazz Mouth with the coat. <laughs> Code word tongue flipper. Okay. Is that because you can flip? Can you flip your tongue all the way over? Can you twist it all the way over? No, I can't do that. Uh, neither can I. I'm not that talented. Armageddon is the movie that makes me cry every time. It's the end when Bruce Willis is telling his daughter goodbye. He's about to sacrifice himself to save the fucking world. Because that's what Bruce Willis would do. Maybe not wear a mask inside of a pharmacy, but I do right. believe that he would still sacrifice himself to save the world. Uh, if the but cameras not if were he rolling. had to wear a mask to well, do it. No, because it's he's tired and he's old and he's just having a hard time breathing. And masks are... I'm, I'm kidding, everyone. Please go get vaccinated. Wear your fucking mask. Stop being a fucking asshole. Um, but yes, Armageddon is the movie that makes me cry every time. Because it's sad. And those are like manly tears? Those are... That's, yeah. what, is, what is Lindsay's... What's at the root of Lindsay's question about I'm, manly... What is manly tears for you? I took it as... The tears that you would cry during your manly war movies. You know how like the, there's a stereotype of like women cry during rom-coms rom or like movies about babies that are getting punched in the face or some shit like that. And men cry at war movies. And you know those moments of those heroic things falling on the grenade and stuff like that. So I was taking it as the stereotype of men cry at war movies. What's your movie that makes you cry manly tears? Because I'm holding back from the th well, not to bust on Lindsay, even though he absolutely deserves it no, every he time. It. Um, but I think, you know, I think we could probably go away from categorizing emotions. Absolutely. In general. Because <laughs> I would say another movie that makes me cry every single fucking time is uh, Sleeps in Seattle. Right. That's my favorite rom but there, romantic but it, comedy. It's the idea of saying, like, emotions. Now it's okay for men to have emotions, but they still have to be manly emotions for men to have them. And that doesn't, that's not really how, I don't see emotions that way. So the, the question, um, 
I'm implying, no, I'm not, I'm just saying it, it, for argument's sake, I think we can get out of gendering. It was a leading question because it was a gendered question. 100%. Lindsay was asking you as a man, what are you okay to admit as a man you react emotionally to for a, in a movie? Then if from coming from that standpoint, not talking about like a, a macho movie that makes me cry. Uh, coming from the standpoint of that. Like any movie, any movie that oh. evokes emotion. <laughs> the one thing that'll fucking cut my heart out every time. In fact, I think I might have only seen this movie maybe tops three times in my life. One time in the theater and twice when I bought it on VHS, but never watched it again because it destroys me every time, is The Fox and the Hound. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. From top T to B, it's the sweetest, cutest heart most gut heart-wrenching movie ever fucking made especially because it's disney too because they're like oh hell hello welcome to the disney movie that we just put out bam we just shot somebody's mom moving on and you're like fuck disney so yeah but fox and the hound as far as like we're talking like what makes me cry as a movie in general fox and the hound is number one for sure gets me every time i appreciate Uh, that you just have emotions next question oh wait we don't have any more questions that's all of the questions oh Kim, do you have a question for me that you'd like to know, even though we've known each other for so long? Is there something that you're like, I always wondered about this. I'm just going to sit here and think for a second because I know you can edit this out. No, I'm going to force this torture on everyone else too. I mean, you do make them listen to the podcast. Oh, I don't make them. They choose to be here if they've made it this far into the show. They've made it this far. Oh, what do you want for Christmas? Ooh, what do I want for Christmas? Um, what do I want for Christmas? Hmm. <laughs> These are tough questions. I would like a sweatshirt that has a dog fucking no! a dead dog on it. Oh, God. That's You're not getting that. Great. How is there any way to do it where, like, when you flip the hood up, that's when you see it's a dog <laughs> fucking a dead dog or some shit? But that's, yes, that's what I want for Christmas. Now you know a little about Kevin. Maybe that's why I don't ever ask you about yourself. This is exhausting. Uh, it's I'm fucking, I'm so tired right now. Uh, hey, I'm on the show now. So let's do same three questions. Same three questions. Okay, same three questions. These are the same three questions. Kevin annoyingly asks every single guest on his podcast. I believe my guests have a great time with this. I... I have heard them enjoy these questions. And these are definitely questions that aren't necessarily things that people think about. Not regs, no. Not regs. Are you ready? Born that way. Question number one. If you could have one superpower, which would it be? I, I, I'm going to go with flight. I always go with flight. I mean, I understand the... Like there's the healing and there's the, all the other stuff and there's the super strength and there's always the stuff that helps people. And somebody had a care bear in one time and all like that. But I've always just wanted to be able to fly. Like I used to, it was a couple of times when I was a kid, I had the flying dream where I felt like I was flying. And I was like, holy fuck, I can do this. Uh, but yeah, just for flying, just for funsies, I'd like to see how that goes. That's can my I, answer. Can I answer some too? Oh, let's both do same three questions. That's can great. I? Yes. What's your Because you're never going to have me back on here. Well, probably not after this. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm kidding. You're going to come back. No, you I'm not. Your mouth. I'm not coming back. But we'll do different questions for you. We'll do mm-hmm. uh, new Kim questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What so do what is you your super? Want for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> so Kim, 
Yes, Kevin. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? It would probably, if, if like put to the test, yeah. I would probably pick flying. But very close second. Mm-hmm. And it depends on like what day of the week and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, talk to animals. And then C, it would be to absorb people's power like Rogue from the X-Men. Then you could have all the powers, all in one. Yeah, you're, you're just a, you're, go shopping. You're just a multi-pack, multi-pack. I love it. Multi-pass. Multi-pass. Um, go ahead. Um, I love it both. Next. So I was flying and you were flying, which is great. But you were also I was my second. Well, my it, secondary would be speed, and your secondary would be oh, talking. I didn't want to know those. Oh, great. Yeah, I don't care. No, it's I don't my show. It. I'm gonna leave this in. <laughs> we're done, right? Great. <laughs> next question. Next question. Um, if after you died. You were reincarnated as a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Which sandwich would you want to be? I think I would be a, I would be a roast beef and gravy poor boy pressed. Yes, a roast beef and gravy poor boy pressed. God, I'm starving. Kim, if after you died and you were reincarnated as a sandwich, what sandwich? Would that I would, be? I would probably be a grilled cheese. Yeah? Oh, good call. What like, type of what cheese would you want on there? You know, I'm kinda easy. I'm easy. easy I'm You're easy, easy cheese? cheesy. Like I was raised on grilled cheeses. You saw that I hung on to my mom's Sandwich Maker. Sandwich maker, grilled cheese sandwich maker. Yep. Um for a long time. It had to have been from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I refuse to let go of this. It tr- it came with me. Uh, to college no it came with me when i uh graduated college and went to my first regional theater gig like ugh, it was hard to let that go and we still don't have a grilled ch- that's what you can get me for christmas man i was about to call you bro <laughs> man bro? was even worse bro 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 grilled cheese and that was the question you were gonna ask me earlier i could get you a i can get you a grilled cheese sandwich for christmas done no, a grilled cheese sandwich maker. You have a grilled cheese sandwich maker. No, I don't. It's me. I make you grilled cheese sandwiches that are okay. delicious. I'm sorry for giving you creative, loving ideas better. for Christmas. I'm I sorry I did that. that. My no, grilled cheese no, sandwiches are better it. than that. Just get the grilled cheese machine. All right. All right. Grilled cheese machine. Are you writing it down? I wrote it down. I've got a Google Doc going. <laughs> it's great. Click, 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 click. Did you hear me typing it down? Next hey, question. Kevin. Blue or green? Blue. Makes sense. I knew that. that I knew that answer. But is it right? Yeah, of course it is. It is? Yes. That's wrong. Kim, (laughs) blue or green? Blue. Ooh, I'm so sorry. The answer was green. Blue. Green. Blue. Because it's always wrong. Is it always wrong? Yes. You don't listen to the show. But why is it wrong? Because I say so. And it's my Subjectivity. show. Subjectivity. I didn't even get out of here. Kim Bowler, thank you so much for coming to hang out. It was a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me, Kevin. I and enjoyed this. You know who else we want to thank? Who? Mr. Jason Moody for our kick-ass theme song. Fucking Jason? Fucking talented-ass motherfucking Moody? Do you know who else I want to thank? Please tell me. Corbett Pascoe <gasps> for our three-question stinger. Corbett? Pasco, mm-hmm. the legend, the legend, Jesus, the myth. Wait, the myth, the legend, the I don't know. 
They're both incredible people. She and, smells good too. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And so does Jason. They both smell okay. delicious. Yeah, 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 absolutely. On a good day, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, but they're awesome, and they helped out so much for the show. And thank you. Thanks, so Corey and Jason. Yeah, and thanks, Kim, and thanks our kitty cats, Loa and Axe Cop, who slept this whole time. They did so good. They did so good. They, they did, did so, so good. good. Hey, I think everyone should probably take a second and go rate and review the show. So when we are having new episodes, everybody will know what's going on. And also, if you have got if you have feedback for Kevin about how awesome I was yes. on, the, on the podcast, and that maybe it would be a good idea for me to come back. Yes, you can then reach out uh, and learn more than three. Three minutes yeah, about maybe, me. Yeah, we can do three more. We'll do three. because I'm I am interesting. We'll do. I, I have stories. We'll do a spinoff called uh, Three Minutes with Kim, and we'll do every episode is three minutes long. We learn three minutes about Kim every time, so we we can like have this thing come on for a long time. We'll get to it's a slow burn. We'll learn. We'll I can't wait live to with hear, Kim for a very long time. So if you hear want to hear more about this, or if you have questions for Kim, you can email us at bigtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can come find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at WTFRUPOD, P-O-D. Come find us. Be sure to join us next time when we sit down with a new guest who's not me. And we ask them that burning question. Who the fuck are you? Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.